You're listening to an audio sermon by Pastor Bernard Milder from Household of Christ. We trust that you will be encouraged and blessed as you listen to the Word of God. This morning, I want to minister a message entitled, Your Confession Gives You Possession. The Bible teaches us in Romans 1 verse 17 that the just shall live by faith. And faith is never the problem. The Bible teaches us in Hebrews 11 verse 1 that faith is the substance. And we know that that substance that the Word talks about, it's Jesus Himself. It's the Word of God. Romans 10 17 teaches us that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So as you spend time with Jesus, it builds your faith. Faith is never the problem. Faith is something that you have. We've, we've discussed it in the previous weeks that faith is something that you have. The challenge that we face is believing. The prophet Isaiah in Isaiah 53 verse 1 said, Whose report will you believe? The father with the son that was demon-possessed in Mark chapter 9, he said, I believe. Help my unbelief. We can see that faith is not the problem. He believed that God could heal his son. He just didn't believe that God would do it for him. I believe, Lord. Help my unbelief. Family, maybe you feel like that one person, that father that says, I believe God can do it, but I'm not sure if God wants to do it for me. Family, the good news is when he came to Jesus and he confessed his position, I believe, help my unbelief, Jesus delivered his son. Family, God is here to help us. Listen what the Bible says in the book of 2 Corinthians 4, verse 13. I'm reading from the New King James translation. And since we have the same spirit of faith, according to what is written, I believed and therefore I spoke, we also believe and therefore speak. Family, it is your confession that gives you possession. Can you see here the Bible says that we all have the same spirit of faith. According to what it is written, we speak, we confess what we believe. What is it that you believe this morning? Romans 10 verse 9 says that confession is made with our mouths and we believe with our hearts. For with our mouths we make confession unto salvation, but with our hearts we believe unto righteousness. Family, this teaches us that righteousness is not for those who confess it, but those who believe it. Your confession needs your heart's full agreement. Your confession needs your heart's full agreement. When your confession has your heart's full agreement, the Holy Spirit will affect that which you are saying. Ask yourself, has my confession been giving me possession? This is the question we have to ask ourselves. Our confession solves problems. Inside of our confession, there is a solution. When we say all things are possible, in your confession, there's a solution. But when you say nothing is working out in your confession, there's a problem. There's negativity. So it's very important to be careful what you confess in every situation. 
Your confession is the very thing that will give you possession. I want to read verse 13 again. And since we have the same spirit of faith, according to what is written, I believed and therefore I spoke. Family, you have to believe the word of God. Hebrews 3 verse 1 teaches us, Therefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle and high priest of our confession, Christ Jesus. Family, Jesus is the high priest of our confession. Jesus walked in the light of his testimony, what he believed. Remember, he said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. Acts 10 verse 38 says how Jesus went about doing good. Why? Because he was anointed by the Holy Spirit. He believed that he was empowered by God to do what he had to do and he could walk in the light of his testimony. God in Genesis 1 verse 14, when he created, he spoke things into existence. He said, then God said, let there be lights in the firmament of the heavens to divide the day from the night and let them be for signs and seasons and for days and years. This means the word of God is spirit, but it creates the visible, that which we can see with our eyes. There is power in the word of God. It means that the spirit rules over the natural. When you speak things into existence, declaring the word of God, the Holy Spirit will affect it. We should not only be committed to the word of God, but also become an integral part with the word of God, allowing the word of God to dominate your heart. Remember in Matthew chapter 21, verse 21. Turn with me there quickly. Matthew 21, verse 21. Jesus teaching his disciples, verse 21. So Jesus answered and said to them, Assuredly, I say to you, if you have faith and do not doubt, you will not only do what was done to the fig tree, but also if you say to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, it will be done. And whatever things you ask in prayer, believing, you will receive. Family, look here, verse 21. Assuredly, I say to you, if you have faith and do not doubt. Jesus was saying, if you have faith and believe. Verse 22, whatever things you ask in prayer, believing. This is the most important thing. Family, we call ourselves Christians. Maybe you say I'm a Christian, but the Word of God calls you a believer not a doubter, that when you read the Word of God, you believe it. Our position of faith, our position of faith is a position of confession. What have you been confessing? As far as your confession goes, as as far as your faith will go. Your faith can never rise above the level of your confession. So make big confessions. Many times we just want to confess those things that are possible, but start confessing the impossible things. Remember, when the bed of your confession is well laid, faith will lie down securely on it. 
As the saying goes, as you lay the bed, you lay on it. Whatever you receive from God is a fortune of your confession. Family, salvation is received by confession. Believing that Jesus is your Savior. Believing that He died for you and that God the Father made Him alive and rose Him from the dead. Because you believe it and you confessed it, you are born again today. Your confession is the thing that gave you possession, made you to be a believer. If that positive declaration comes from faith, it would come to pass. It, you would be healed. You would be blessed indeed. This is the most important thing. In a time like this, when we face so many challenges, be very careful what you say, what you confess. Remember, the Bible teaches us about Job, the difficulties that he went through, but yet in everything, he did not sin with his mouth. He did not change his confession. He continued to say that God is a good God. And that confession was the very thing that gave him possession. Remember, the Lord restored back into his life double. Many don't know the relationship that exists between confession and faith. This is the fundamentals, the condition of faith. Before you even talk about the Holy Spirit, you start guarding your mouth. Family, remember, it was the Holy Spirit that hovered over the waters when there was no form, when it was void, when there was darkness. Before God the Father spoke one word into existence, He waited until the Holy Spirit was on the scene. Why? Because when you speak and declare things and you believe it with all your heart, confessing it, the Holy Spirit will affect it. And we could see when we read the book of Genesis chapter 1, the light came and separated light and darkness. Family, in the situation that you are facing right now, be very careful what you confess, what you declare. Remember, faith acts now. Faith believes now. Faith confesses now. Faith is the product of what Jesus did. Faith is not the product of our reasoning facilities. If your faith is based upon what you see, I mean, if your faith is based upon your money, your possessions, your house, where you stay, what you're wearing, you're in trouble right now. Because if you have a salary cut in this time, which is not impossible, there'll be a cut in your relationship with Jesus as well. If you lose something that's precious to you, Will you not lose your relationship with Jesus Christ? Our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ is not based upon our possessions, but it's based upon what Jesus Christ did on the cross, confessing with your mouth that Jesus died and that he's alive. That is your relationship, family, that you have with the Lord Jesus Christ. What is your confession in this time? I think one of the challenges that we face or why our confession is not what it should be. It's because we've not given the word of God the rightful place on the inside of us. A confession of failure puts failure on the throne. If I confess weakness, weakness will dominate me. But the Bible teaches us in the book of Joel chapter 3, let the weak say, I'm strong. So don't look at your natural circumstances, but confess what you believe. Jesus is my healer. Jesus is my Savior. 
Jesus is my provider. A strong confession produces strong faith. Weak confession is weak faith. Tell your neighbor this morning, my confession is my present attitude towards the Father. Family, you have to tell yourself this morning that my confession is my attitude towards the Father. Jesus wants to bless you. A matter of fact, He has blessed you already with every blessing in Christ Jesus. So when you confess something opposite, that's your attitude towards the Father. Remember, it was Israel when they went into the promised land that said, we are grasshoppers, we look like grasshoppers. And that confession saying, we are grasshoppers, the enemy started seeing them as grasshoppers. But it was Joshua and Caleb whose confession was different, who said, we be well able, we can go immediately, because they knew that God would help them. Faith acts now. Faith believes now. Faith confesses now. Make a decision to start confessing what you believe right now. Remember, your confession is your present attitude towards the Father. Family, when the Bible says all things are possible, believe it and confess it. Many times we just want to do the things that are possible. When you leave here today, after you've listened to the message, meet up with your friends, what would you give your attention to? Remember, David confessed victory before he had the victory. Many people after this message will make a decision and say, I'm not going to confess failure. I'm going to confess victory. But you still find yourself in the realm of failure. Why is that? Remember, in the situation or the case of David and Goliath, both of them made exactly the same confession. The giant shouted, maybe even louder than David, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to feed your flesh to the birds of the air. And David said, no, you've not come against me. You've come against my God. I'll be the one feeding your flesh to the birds of the air. Family, what was the difference? The difference was David found himself in the realm of victory in Christ Jesus. Whereas the giant found himself in the realm of defeat and failure. David, when he confessed those words, the Holy Spirit affected it. And he had a friend in the Holy Spirit that helped him to dispose of giants. He confessed the victory before he had the victory. I want to encourage you in this time. Keep your solid front. Keep on sowing good seeds. Galatians 6 verse 7 teaches us, the Philip's translation, a man's entire life is based upon the seed that he has sown. God is not mocked. So continue to plant good seeds. Continue to plant seeds of righteousness. Let me read that to you. Galatians 6 verse 7. Don't be under any illusion. You cannot make a fool of God. A man's harvest in life will depend entirely on what he sows. If he sows for his own lower nature, his harvest will be the decay and death of his own nature. But if he sows for the Spirit, he will reap the harvest of everlasting life by the Spirit. Family, ask yourself, what kind of life are you living right now? Are you living the life that you are confessing? If you are confessing, nothing is working out. The devil is loose in my life. My world is falling apart. Why are you complaining if that is what you are confessing? Make a decision to say, 
the Lord is good. He is busy perfecting everything concerning me. Remember, the Bible says the righteous, though he may fall seven times, will get up every time. As a Christian, as a believer, you are either up or busy getting up. 90, if not 99% would say no, because if the life we are living is often not pleasing to us, if the question is too hard, maybe what you should do is ask your children, do they want to be you? Family, that's the life that we are confessing. Your children listen to your prayers. They listen to what you say, the conversations that you have when you say, Lord, change my life. Change my circumstances. Lord, bless me. Change me. They know what you ask God because they are listening. Your confession is your faith. If it's negative, it's doubt and unbelief. When it's positive, putting your trust in God, it builds up. Your confession gives you possession. If you are facing a giant right now, like many of us, keep your solid front. Remember, you find yourself in the realm of victory in Christ Jesus. What his word says is true, and you'll be able to do it. The Bible says in Job 22, he says, You will decide a thing, and you will decree it, and you will say it, and the light of God's favor will shine upon your ways, family. Make a decision to declare the light and life of God's word over your situation. Isaiah teaches us there's no restoration because nobody says restore. Make a decision and say it's time for restoration. I declare restoration over our nation. We declare restoration over marriages, over families, over careers, over businesses. We declare restoration over the economy. Declare restoration over your health. If you have pain in your body, start to declare what you believe. Say, I'm healed. Jesus is my healer. I'm saved. Jesus is my savior. I'm redeemed. Jesus is my redeemer. I'm blessed. Jesus is my provider. I'm linked up with God. Defeat and failure are things of the past. I am walking with the Lord. Family, change your confession. I'm linked up with God. That's what the Bible teaches us in 1 Corinthians 6, 17. He that is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. If my declaration comes from faith, your struggle would make you stronger. You would embrace a victory. I would have God's hand performing all things in my life. That which you are confessing, it becomes a prophetic word. And the Holy Spirit will affect it. I want to encourage you in this time. Change your confession. Start declaring good things. The mistake that we make is we look around the situation and circumstances and we start confessing it. We start empowering it with our own words. Your declaration is very important. Everything that has to do with me, my confession, my look, my attitude, my smile, my head, my shoulders, my knees, my toes, declare the word of God over your situation. I want to encourage you right now, even there where you are sitting, don't say amen because I'm a pastor and I'm saying something and you say amen because I say amen. When you say amen, say amen because you believe it. If you say amen because I say amen, it's nothing. It's not faith. 
say amen, confess it because you believe it. When you say amen and you believe it with your, all your heart, the Holy Spirit will affect it. David confessed victory. He believed it on the inside before the battle even began. He knew that he was victorious in Christ Jesus. He knew he had a very big God, bigger than any giant that you can face. Oh, this giant might be shouting, you're going to die. You're not going to make it. I'm going to break you. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to feed your flesh to the birds of the air. But he's confessing it from the realm of defeat and failure. Whereas a Christian, as a believer, your confession comes from the realm of victory in Christ Jesus. You are seated with God in heavenly places. Ask David and he will tell you that faith follows in the footprints of your confession. David's confession was, I'm victorious. His confession was, who's this uncircumcised Philistine? He finds himself in the realm of defeat and failure, trying to defile the living God. I have Christ on the inside of me. I know what the word of God says, and that's what I'm going to believe. That's what I'm going to say. Family, he didn't try and put on the armor of Saul. He said, I'm not familiar with this armor, but I have God's word as my armor, as my shield, as the helmet of salvation, as the righteous breastplate, as the belt of truth. I've got the shield of faith. I've got the sword of the spirit, the shoes of the gospel. I'm going to run towards you, and I'm going to be victorious. Family, remember, it was the lion and the bear that was his testimony. But his confession was, God will help me as he helped me there. Go and look at those spiritual beacons in your past where God has helped you. And you'll see he'll help us now again. Our failure to give Christ the word of God, the rightful place in our hearts, is the problem of our confession. Because we will confess out of the abundance of our hearts. If you believe with your heart that God is able, that will be your confession. But when you don't believe it, you cannot confess it. And even if you try and confess it, doing the right thing, if you don't believe it, the Holy Spirit will not affect it. Your confession needs your heart's full agreement. Jesus fasted for 40 days. Now many people try to fast for 40 days. Jesus walked on water. Why don't you walk on water? Do you know what's the difference? Jesus was led by the Holy Spirit. Don't just do something because you see other people do it. Do it because you know the Holy Spirit is leading you, because you believe that's what God is telling you to do. It. That is the kind of faith that pleases God. Our failure to give Jesus his proper position in our hearts is actually the reason for the crisis of our faith and our confession. How do you give Jesus the proper place in your heart? We must discipline our mind and constantly be concentrating upon the things of the Spirit. What are the things of the Spirit, family? Spiritual things. It's the life of the Lord Jesus Christ, how he lived. It's the death of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to encourage you. Think upon things from above. When you think upon things from above, your confession will be things from above. Make a decision 
to change your confession because your confession is the very thing that will give you possession. Settle in your heart what you believe about Jesus Christ of Nazareth and let that be your confession. Your confession will give you possession. Your faith can never rise above your confession. I want to close with this. Psalm 19 verse 14. The Passion Translation says, So may the words of my mouth, my meditation thoughts, and every movement of my heart be always pure and pleasing, acceptable before your eyes, my only Redeemer, my Protector God. May the words of my mouth, my meditation thoughts, and every movement of my heart be always pure and pleasing, acceptable before your eyes. Family, God looks right into your heart. He can see what you are meditating, what you are thinking upon. He hears what you are confessing. It is your confession that will give you possession. May God give us the grace that the words of our mouth, the meditation of our hearts be acceptable to Him. Bring Him great pleasure that even when we find ourselves in a difficult situation, we will still say, God is good. He will give us the victory. He will take us from where we are to where he wants us to be. Leave it for God. He would see you through. It doesn't matter what the situation is. God will show us the way out. There are two things of faith you must consider. And I want to close with this. Your testimony and your confession. Your testimony is you've killed the lion and the bear. God has brought you through a lot of things. Your confession is he will, my God will give this giant into my hand as well. Whenever you are facing difficulty, you must learn to use the weapon of testimony and confession. David confessed victory even before he saw the victory. He believed that he was persuaded in his heart and he confessed that it was his confession that gave him possession. Let us guard our mouths at this stage. Be very careful what we say. Family, in this situation, keep your solid front. Keep your solid confession that God is good, that God is faithful. And you will see, even as God created, when he spoke and he said, let there be light. The same way as you start to declare, keep your confession. Your confession will give you possession and take us from where we are right now to where God wants us to be. Start right now by saying, I'm saved. Jesus is my Savior. I'm healed. Jesus is my healer. I'm delivered. Jesus is my deliverer. I'm redeemed. Jesus is my redeemer. I'm linked up with God. Defeat and failure are things of the past. Condemnation are things of the past. I'm walking with the Lord. Family, as you start to declare it, you're planting seeds of righteousness. You're declaring the light and life of the Lord Jesus Christ himself, believing his word. And you'll see what God will do in you and through you. Your confession will give you possession. Let me pray for you. Precious Father, we thank you for your goodness and your mercy. Thank you, Lord, for your word that is alive, Lord. Your word that is light and life, that can shine into our lives, O oh Lord. Stir up our hearts, the faith that you've deposited on the inside, O oh Father, that we would start to confess what we believe, 
We believe that you're a good God, that you are busy perfecting everything concerning us, that you are fighting for us, that you are our shield, that you are our protection, that you are exceedingly great reward. Father, touch every person's tongue with a coal from your altar that they may speak the oracles of God, the word of God into every situation. Father, one word from your throne room can change us, O oh Father. And we thank you, O oh Lord, that those good thoughts that you have about us, O oh Lord, more than the sand upon the seashore, let your people become aware of those good thoughts, O oh Father. Grant unto them a prophetic picture that they would see it and believe it and confess it in such a time as this, O oh Lord. We declare your faithfulness, your goodness, and your mercy, O oh Lord. Lord, right now we declare and speak into every home healing, health, and strength in Jesus' mighty name. We declare deliverance and breakthrough in Jesus' mighty name. We declare that you are busy perfecting everything concerning your people in Jesus' mighty name. And we thank you for that, Father. Right now, we pray the blood of Jesus over every home. We declare, Lord, that there's a stronghold of your love in every household, that the ruling spirit is that of the Holy Spirit, O oh Lord, that there can be peace in every home, O oh Father. And we thank you for that. We bless you for that. Father, we thank you that even in the household of Christ, Father, where we've made a decision to love God and to love people, that we can come in this morning and say, Father, we love you. Jesus, we love you. Holy Spirit, we love you. Spirit of the living God, spirit of love, fall afresh upon us until it overflows to others, O oh Father. Let us be an oasis of life, O oh Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Right now, we receive everything from your throne room, things from high above, O oh Lord. Everything that is holy, everything that is pure, everything that builds up, everything that encourages, everything that strengthens, everything that magnifies your wonderful name, O oh Father, we receive from your throne room for your people right now. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And everybody said, amen and amen. Well, thank you for joining us. It's been amazing to be in your homes right now. I want to take this time quickly and just to say, a special happy birthday to my wife. It was a birthday yesterday. I thank God for her life and uh, for giving her to me. And uh, I hope to spoil you a little bit more today. But God bless you. Family, thank you. And we'll see you at 5 p.m. for the next message that will lift up your faith. God bless you. Raise your hands right there where you are. Father, right now, we bless your people with every blessing in Christ Jesus. And we declare that only your goodness and your mercy will follow them all the days of their lives. May the Lord bless you and keep you and cause his face to shine upon you. May the Lord be gracious towards you. May the Lord lift his countenance upon you and give you peace. And everybody said, Amen. Thank you for listening to this audio sermon. For more information, please go to our website, www.hoc.org.za. Household of Christ, loving God, loving people.